Hey everybody, welcome to the DNVR Rams podcast presented by Canyon Bakehouse. Before we jump into the show, I want to tell you about the delicious, certified, gluten-free breads, bagels, English muffins, and other baked goods that are made right here in Johnstown, Colorado. Canyon Bakehouse's gluten, dairy, nut, and soy-free products make it easy for families to enjoy the taste and texture of fresh bread so everyone can love bread again. Find them at any major grocery store in the freezer or fresh bread aisle, or purchase online and visit canyonglutenfree.com to grab a coupon. Off a high screen, Dorian kicked to the corner, Feirano for three, it's good with the foul! And back to throw is the quarterback, and Hayward is sacked by Joey Porter. Page takes it in, scores, J.D. Stevens lets it go, and there's your touchdown. Michael Gallup. Got it down low. Hornung. Dump! And here come the students. Leading by 10. Here's Van Pelt. He's at the 5. Touchdown, Colorado State. Welcome back to the DNVR Rams podcast presented by Canyon Bakehouse. As always, I am your host, Justin Michael. Excited to talk a little college basketball. You all know just how much I love college basketball season. I don't think there's quite anything like it. And now that we finally have games that count, I just couldn't be more stoked. I mean, that combined with the fact that I get to go to Duke this week, it's It's really just a good week. Also, I got a new cell phone, so good week all around after I got my phone activated after like a miserable five-hour experience at the Verizon store. I broke my other phone earlier this week. I'd had it for a couple of years, had taken good care of it, but it finally met its maker, so I had to go replace it. Uh, I don't know if any of you have ever tried to replace your cell phone when you were not the primary account holder. Uh, I'm younger. I'm still on my parents' cell phone plan. Uh, judge me. I don't know. You do what you want. But it is a very difficult experience. Uh, I try, I'm, I'm trying to pay for this phone outright. They won't let me do it. They want to put me on a payment plan. Uh, I don't want to do that because I don't want to raise the bill and make it more expensive. Uh, Finally, we figure out a solution with the payment plan thing. Uh, Then it takes like two hours to get it activated. It was this whole long process, but long story short, I have an iPhone now. Very excited about it. Just in time for this Duke trip. Going to take some photos, videos, the whole deal. Uh, Super, super, super stoked. Also, uh, excited I'm going to post this podcast. I imagine it'll go up tomorrow. Went on a 
Duke podcast today to talk about CSU basketball, just give them my perspective on the Rams over these, well, really one game and one exhibition, but just what we think about this team thus far. Uh, But that's basically what we're going to talk about on this podcast today. Just some of the talking points that I went over on that one. Um, Ultimately, I think the biggest thing that's jumped out so far would have to be the depth and it's it's just going to be such a strength for this team and it's really encouraging to see because it's been quite a while since CSU has been able to go this deep on any given night Uh, they played 11 different people in the exhibition Uh, 10 people scored played nine people in the victory over Denver Tuesday night Colorado State won 74 to 63 Uh, we didn't see any PJ Bird which was interesting uh we did not ask about it post game which that was bad on our part to be honest that is something that should have been asked um but we will hopefully be able to get some type of update uh just before the game i mean i guess he could technically redshirt i don't i don't see that happening though just given that he got the waiver to play that would be a very weird decision but we will probably see him in the Duke game. Not 100% sure. That's just me guessing, uh, pure speculation at this point. But we will see how it plays out. Um, every, we saw all the other guards. Everyone looked encouraging, to say the least. I think Hyron Edwards really stood out Tuesday night. He didn't actually get the start. The senior uh, came off the bench as the sixth man. I, I wrote about that before the season. That's the role that I kind of foresee him having this year. I know from an ego standpoint, I'm sure he wants to start and you can't blame the kid. I mean, he's a senior. That's these guys. They all, they all want to be the dude. And I get that, but what he brings for this second unit is very important. I mean, he, the offense was kind of stagnant about five minutes into the game. They bring in Hyron Edwards. Uh, He comes in and immediately, the pace picks up he gets everybody out and running instead of you know going into the half court he was trying to catch du in transition get everybody out onto the fast break and they had some success with it 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 was it was nice to see there were a couple of other possessions where he tried to get out and run and get to the rim but du was able to get back and so they had to pass the ball out you know he didn't panic he didn't try and force anything or you know, throw up one of those circus layups. Sometimes guys are so hell-bent on getting to the rim, they'll attack, and then they go into a terrible situation, and then, you know, they just jump up and just kind of throw the ball at the rim and never really have a chance at it. Instead, you know, he would kick the ball back out, try and keep things moving, try and create a better opportunity for one of his teammates. Uh, He just has a good feel for the floor out there. Um, he's, He's good in the pick and roll. He is aggressive. I just think what he brings as that sixth man, really important. Uh, Isaiah Stevens gets the start at point guard, though. He started in the exhibition as well. That was a little surprising to me that CSU's gone with the three-guard lineup instead of playing David Roddy in the starting lineup, but it doesn't really matter. I mean, these guys are all going to play similar minutes. Kind of. I mean, it's it's like you're talking about with Hyron Edwards he came off the bench but you know he still gave you 22 minutes in the game just shy of 23 minutes 
a lot of starters would play around that anyways. I mean, I guess most starters, you're probably playing more like 25 to 27, but you get the point. These guys are all going to play a big part on the team, and ultimately it doesn't really matter which starting five you have as long as, you know, what you have end up get ugh, as long as what you have ends up getting you wins, you know. At the end of the day, that's really all that matters. Uh, Stevens looked pretty good running the point. Uh, he looked confident, that's for sure. I mean, the staff has a lot of faith in him. They they let him come out in game one and just run the offense right off the bat. I don't know if that was just to kind of let him get a feel for things or if they don't want Kendall to run the point this year. We'll see kind of how that goes. It, it could be a combination of the two guys. I mean, you don't want to jump to two, two conclusions too early in the season here, but they just have so many guys that can play at that guard position. Obviously, Kendall and everything that he did last year, you know what you get out of him. You still would like him to be a more consistent jump shooter. Uh, he finished one of six from the three-point line. It wasn't him, though. I mean, that's definitely not been a Kendall uh, Moore. That's not a u- problem that is unique to Kendall Moore. It, it's been an issue for CSU in the early portion of this season I mean they just they haven't been able to hit open jump shots especially from deep they haven't struggled quite as much in the mid-range game guys like Chris Martin have really really been strong in that aspect but the three-point shooting in the exhibition and the DU game just really really poor finished seven of 23 behind the three-point arc against the Pioneers Uh, Adam Thistlewood two of four the only guy that even had a, a decent shooting percentage I mean you look at it Chris Martin was one one of six Kendall Moore was one of six Isaiah Stevens one of three uh Hiron Edwards one of one so I guess Adam this was not the only one and then Roddy O of two and, and John Tanjay one of one so the fact that they're putting them up is good I mean you it's just part of basketball Nico Medved talked about it after the game he's like some of these shots you can't exactly discourage them from shooting them if they get, you know, two feet down and they're shooting in rhythm. That's pretty much a, as good of a shot as you're, you're going to get anywhere else. All the analytics will say, I know it's not necessarily the traditional basketball that we grew up loving. And I think it kind of makes the game just not as pretty in a sense. I, I will just always geek out over a possession where, you know, you have five, six passes, you whip it around the perimeter multiple guys cutting the ball, never even touches the ground. That's the kind of basketball that I love to watch, but the game is evolving. Everything is centered around, you know, the three-point line, and even in the college game, which isn't quite as centered around the three as the NBA, it's just still become such a huge part of it. I mean, if if you just look at the NCAA tournament over the last couple of years and some of the teams that have really been able to have a lot of success Villanova especially a couple of national championships primarily just from you know shooting lights out from three and playing quality defense obviously they've recruited some pretty dang good players and that's helped as well and a lot of those dudes are now in the league having success but or the association it always cracks me up all these different uh titles for the professional sports leagues the association don't want to call it the league it's not the league it's the association sounds so exclusive sounds so uh, pretentious when you say it that way but yeah anyways 
all kinds of stuff to talk about with CSU basketball. We're going to continue, uh, but we're going to take a hot second and just shout out our friends over at Breckenridge Brewery. It's time to take a second to acknowledge Breckenridge Brewery, the official beer of DNVR Rams. Breckenridge has been one of the most successful local breweries uh, in our local community for years now. They have so many excellent choices from the classic Avalanche Amber Ale uh, to Colorado Core, Strawberry Sky, some of their most recent releases, which have been just so popular at all of our DNVR watch parties. Uh, They just, they have so many great options and they have a beer for everyone. You know, I'm not one of those guys that is super into beer and, you know, can tell you all the different percentages and the IPAs and how much hops and stuff. I'm not, I'm not a beer expert like that. I'll say this though. Breck makes delicious beers and that's all I need to know. It's good. It's gonna, it's gonna make me nice and tipsy when I'm watching sports. Gets the job done. Grab a six pack for the CSU Duke game. Uh, Grab a 12 pack even. Have six of them Friday night when you're watching the Rammies take on Duke. Have a couple more when you're watching the best college football game of the regular season, uh, Alabama versus LSU this weekend. Check them out. Pick them up wherever you buy your beer, the the local liquor store, the grocery store. They're everywhere. They have an app that can literally track uh, where Breckenridge is available. So it's, it's just so easy to find them. Check them out. Breckenridge Brewery. Love those guys. Okay. Like we were talking about before the break there, the the jump shooting has not been great. Some of the mid-range stuff has been all right. Chris Martin, in particular, has looked just so smooth on offense. He looked very great uh, in the home opener win, just a really solid outing on both ends of the floor. Uh, I wrote about that, had a couple of pieces about that game. If you're not a DNVR Ram subscriber, uh, that's just one of many reasons that you should do so. Uh, now's a perfect time to subscribe, though. You know, I've been talking about this company-wide competition we've been doing. We got this nice little just friendly competition amongst the staff. Whoever can generate the most subs is going to win a year's worth of Breckenridge beer. And, you know, I, I talked about it in the in the, in the ad there. It's It's delicious, and I want a year's worth of it, so... If you're on the fence about subscribing, there's a reason to. Plus, though, more important than any of it, you know, we're, we just have so much in-depth content, so much CSU hoops content, CSU football. Pretty great time to subscribe. But uh, Chris Martin, who I wrote about last night and today, that was the the point of that before I jumped into the subscriber pitch there. <laughs> but uh, Chris Martin, I just really think that this guy is undervalued around the league I don't really get why he didn't garner more preseason attention he's smooth with the basketball he's an elite defender really CSU's best defender in my opinion um and he just he showed what he can do he was looking to score uh he created his own shot he had at one point he beat a guy off the dribble uh pulled up from the top of the key and one of those where I was like I don't know about that shot and then he just drained it uh, didn't didn't do any hand gestures, didn't you know do anything at the defense or anything like that, and just went straight back. And I was like, man, that was a that was some killer instinct right there. And I I really liked that he didn't do anything afterwards. I mean, I don't have any problem with guys celebrating. He he did some stuff later 
in this game even and everyone on the team kind of did it's just how the game is played now I, I don't I don't care about that it doesn't bother me at all but there's just always something cool about a guy just you know beating you with a great move draining a nasty jump shot right in the defender's face and stone cold going back on defense because you know that's your job you're a hooper that's what you're trying to do and Martin had one of those moments it was just kind of cool uh, kind of gave me goosebumps but I think he's going to be really good this year um, I think he's from mid-range I think he's phenomenal I don't think three-point shooting is his strong suit and I'm not sure that it's going to be he's he's certainly capable it's not that he can't shoot the three uh, but it's you know him Kendall some of these guys it's just not it's just not their game and that's okay you know I, like I said, I, I, I'm always a sucker for traditional basketball. I like a point guard that can distribute, and I don't even have an issue if my two guard is not lighting it up from three, but you do have to have some people that can, you know, stretch the floor a little bit and and, and knock down some open jump shots from deep. Uh, so, who, so who is going to be the best jump shooter on this team this season? I don't, I don't really know. I think Adam Thistlewood has the best-looking jump shot, I think, in rhythm. He can be really dangerous. He had a corner three in that win over the Pioneers where it was like, all right, all right, I see you, Adam. Uh, he was actually really aggressive in general, looked to the, get to the rim. It was it was encouraging to see if if Adam can be a competent scorer. I think it's really going to do a lot for this team. I just think they need his production, one. I mean, like we said, you don't have a ton of guys on this team who are going to knock down shots from deep. If he can be a guy that can hit, you know, two, three threes a game, just consistently be a threat, it, it really would be big. Also, uh, if he starts knocking down those shots, you're obviously going to get the defenders to drift out towards the three-point line, and it's only going to make it that much easier for, you know, him to attack the hoop. Moving off of that, I think the defensive effort as a whole was really encouraging from the team. Medved talked about it post-game. There were moments in that game where the offense was struggling and it would have been easy for them to just quit on the defensive end I think that was kind of something that bothered this team last year if they weren't draining shots the effort just wasn't there on the defensive side well that was not the case at least Tuesday night that definitely needs to keep up I mean this team is athletic they can move they have depth there's no reason for them to not be a competent defensive unit and they were pretty good against the Pio, so hopefully they can keep that moving uh, in this game. You know, it's it's a little bit different situation with this Duke game. I think everybody knows uh, going into this game what kind of expectations you should have realistically. I mean, you're hoping for a competitive outing. You don't want to see your team completely lay over or anything like that, but you understand that you're facing a superior team in a really tough environment. So, it's like I said, I mean, we're just kind of looking to see how this team fights against Duke. I don't really think there's a lot of long season implications you're going to get out of this outing. I mean, maybe I'm, if you just have somebody that completely balls out in a setting like that, maybe you can take something away from that. It's you're someone like Hiron Edwards or something. If he comes out and just has a massive game, you know, that could, that could be telling of what's to come. But ultimately I just think you go into this game and, get some experience out of it. It's a it's a great opportunity for the young guys to play on a big stage, play in a hostile environment, and more than anything, it should just be a lot of fun. I know that's kind of corny, but 
It'll be a cool experience for the team. I'm certainly looking forward to it. Heading out to North Carolina Thursday. Uh, hopefully it'll be a smooth experience. You never know traveling. But I'm I'm just, one, I feel blessed to work for a company that is willing to send me places and understands the value of traveling and being able to actually cover your team live. And two, just to get to go to this bucket list destination. It's it's so cool. And I'm just so appreciative of everyone that subscribes because all of you guys subscribing is the reason that I get to travel. And the more subscribers we get, you know, the more places I'm going to get to go, the better the coverage is going to be. The, you know, the larger this DNVR Rams community is going to grow. So shout out to all of you. Really looking forward to it. Going to be a fun week. Uh, excited for this CSU Duke game Friday. Excited for college football this weekend and we will have tons of content coming your way. I'll have a podcast or two from North Carolina content there as well. Going to be a great time. So keep your eyes on that. Follow us on Twitter at DNVR underscore Rams. Follow me on Twitter at Justin T. Michael. Have a great night. Scummy like Martin Scarelli Turn jam into jelly Then drink it like juice The water's the truth So I sip on that too Skinny looking kid With no car keys Like the only thing I drive Is RCRV He's got the stash Like Steve Harvey Oh I'm gnarly